Well, good morning. It's good to see you. Glad you're here. Welcome to the porch. We're, we're really glad that if, if you're here in person this morning, it's just good to see people. Uh, I know some of you have already been back. Some of you, this might be your first time back. Some of you might be your first time here. So very special welcome to you. Also, welcome to those joining us online. We know we have a lot of folks who are just not ready, quite ready to be back uh, in worship like this. And so they're worshiping with us at home and a, and a hi to you. And um, it's good that you are tuning in and apart because no matter how we choose to to do this thing together right we're we're together in this and so we want to keep moving forward in that and uh, we're just really really glad that you're here today before I jump into the message this morning uh, I want to share with you some really good news we have a new partner in ministry uh, her name is Caroline Wren Harrell and she was born on Friday to Josh and Kara Harrell Josh is our communications director and and keeps everything running around here, and uh, that is a beautiful, healthy baby right there, and um, she looks like her mama, and her daddy, and her big sister, Adeline, so very special uh, celebration for the Harold family, and we've got a food train set up for them, if you'd like to be part of that and bless them, you can go to our Facebook page and uh, be a part of that, it will be greatly, greatly appreciated. So we are in this... Um, series we've been doing called entheos entheos and if you've been here you know that that's a greek word uh, we've been talking about these words and the idea of entheos is if you break it down en the n in entheos means our english word i n in so to be in or within and entheos is the word where for god that's where we get our word theology you know those kinds of things so you put entheos together and it means the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God within, the Spirit of God inside. It's where we get our English word enthusiasm. So we get our, our word enthusiasm from the word entheos. And that's really interesting, right? Because when you think about that, see, sometimes we think enthusiasm is just being really excited or really pumped up about something. But initially, that word came about to say this is someone who is, has the Spirit of God within so it, it goes back to God. You see that? It'd be really interesting to see how many of our English words have this, this connection to God in them. Instead of just, uh, oh, they're just really excited. They're enthusiastic. No, the Spirit of God within. And so we've been talking over uh, each week about these different words. About what does it mean to be someone with entheos? What does it mean to be someone who has the Spirit of God within? Because enthusiasm is like a positive word, like an excited word. And so the first week, we talked about having this unshakable optimism, right? That in, in spite of everything else, in spite of what's going on, that, that we can have this optimism because of God. That we stand firm in our faith in God. And then the next week, last week, we talked about being people who have gratitude, right? We're not complaining. We're not always bummed out. We're, but we're people who live with gratitude. We're not going to be anxious and uh, pulled apart, but we want to be people who have a peace about us and we have this gratitude in our life. Well, today, what I want to talk about is this word for being encouraged. Today, we're going to talk about being encouraged. And there's a Greek word for it, and the word is parakaleo. Parakaleo. Can you say parakaleo with me? Parakaleo. All right. I know you've been learning some new words. Of all the words that we've learned in this series, Greek words, I really want this one to stay with you. Now, before we go any further, I will tell you this. We're going to be in 1 Thessalonians today. 
We're going to be in a couple different chapters. As we look at this word, parakaleo, as we look at what it means to be encouraged in theos, right? Encouraged in God, with the Spirit of God within, what does that look like? So 1 Thessalonians is where we're going to be. But I do want to start with a question. And um, it's a deep question. I don't think you could answer it straight away. You might be able to. Um, but I think it's one we need to ask. And it's this. It's pretty serious, actually. How is it with your soul? How is it with your soul? Doesn't that make you stop and go, oh. How is it with your soul, porch community? I want that to settle in on your heart. I want that to settle in in your mind this morning. How is it with your soul? We're going to be talking about that. We're going to, I hope that by the time we conclude together this morning that, that we'll see maybe a better idea of how it is with our soul and what we can do about it. So parakaleo. Parakaleo, it means uh, to call from alongside of. Now, if you break that in half, para and kaleo, para means to come alongside. It means to help, you know, like a para pro. You know, we have these ideas of uh, you come alongside and help someone. Para, kaleo. Kaleo is where we get our word for encouragement. It's where we get our word for comfort, uh, consolation. So para, kaleo means to come alongside of someone and encourage them. And this is the word that I really want us to lean in on and, and look at today. Because with everything going on in our world, wouldn't you say that as believers, as followers of Christ, that we need to come alongside of one another and encourage one another, that, that we need to live out this parakaleo in our lives right now? Don't you think that's important? We don't want to just all be trudging through and just like, okay, here's another day. But like for us to say, no, no, I have the Spirit of God within me because I am a follower of Jesus Christ. And so I am going to parakaleo. I'm going to be someone who is encouraging. I'm going to live this out in my life. Do you hear the entheos in my voice? It's not fake. It's real. It's not because I've conjured it up. It's because I understand what God has done in my life. So you might be going, I just don't have any of that parakaleo you're talking about, Shannon. Well, let's get there, okay? Let's get there together this morning. Let's move in that direction. Several times a week, I ask Mallory a question. I learned early on, she's in fourth grade now. I learned early on that the question when the kid gets in the car of how was school today, it doesn't usually go very far. Usually you get the, it's fine. Well, what'd you learn? Nothing. Well, what, what'd you do all day? Nothing. Um, and so you, you, you with me, parents? You get it, right? So I've learned really quickly that that question just really doesn't go very far. And so I decided I was going to ask different questions. And I kind of learned early on that there was a question that I really felt was important to ask Mallory. And so I'd ask her in some way, shape, or form this question. I would say something like... Um, who showed the most kindness today in your classroom? And uh, sometimes she'd say, nobody, you know, and I was like, well, you know, that happens, I understand, you know, or sometimes she would tell me a story, or um, I would, then I would ask her, I usually always ask her this one, I would say, um, Mallory, who did you encourage today? Who, was there someone in your class that needed encouragement? 
and often she would tell me sometimes she'd say no and again I get it I mean she is her mother's daughter so maybe she didn't encourage anyone she just did her thing and um, you know but but some usually she'll tell me about a classmate or someone who you know was I don't know like maybe someone made fun of them and so they're kind of sad or or they didn't do well or they didn't get picked for something and and she'll usually tell me about about someone like this and she'll say that she I'll say well what'd you do and she goes well I I I went by the swings with them you know or I talked to them or I helped them and I'm like yes because see I I realize this and as parents I think we need to that that I have an opportunity to instill in in my daughter that that she can be someone that offers parakaleo right that we don't just send our kids off to school just to get like book knowledge but this is socializing this is being around people this is learning how to to live with others especially as an only child and so here's this great opportunity for me not to just go hey I was school was it okay okay good whatever but to talk to her about like how did she show kindness how did she encourage other people there's a great opportunity in front of her para kaleo I want this for her. I want this for her because I can see how I lacked it when I when I was in fourth grade, right? Or maybe how I wanted I needed to be have the person that that wanted to offer the encouragement, right? So I want to help that with her. And I use that example because it's it's pretty you know basic, but I think we all can learn a lesson from it, right? See, everyone. And maybe that's a too much of a sweeping statement, but I'm going to go there. I think everyone is facing a battle that you know nothing about. Like every person you come in contact with has something going on. Now, it might not be huge. It might not be tremendous. It might just be, man, I, I'm really not looking forward to that meeting tomorrow. Or it might be, oh, my goodness, I, I, I'm waiting for these test results, and I don't know what it's going to be. Like we're all facing these battles, and I would say that's true for most people. It's true for me. And I know it's true for fourth graders. So why don't we say, all right, let's let's look at this. Let's be people instead, right, that 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 might be smiling on the outside, but on the inside, they're barely holding it together. You know, you might be the person that if a lot of people looked at you, they'd think you could have it totally together. Like everything is great. But like you walk in your house and that door closes and you're done. And you're like falling apart. Like you're like, whew. I barely held on to it all day long. Like, we need parakaleo. Like, I need encouragement in my life. You need encouragement in your life. Let's, let's look at this. We, we need this. When you think about the word parakaleo, the coming alongside, I mean, that in and of itself tells us something, right? That it means coming close to someone's life. I mean, it is, you know, from a distance you can, you can be encouraging, but, but even it means coming alongside of someone, being real, being present with them. It means knowing their struggles. It means knowing their story. Para kaleo, coming alongside. Encouragement isn't distant, right? It can't be that distant. It's close. It's this voice that says, I relate to you. I understand. I, I've been there too, or I haven't, but I'm here with you anyway. This is what parakaleo means. But here's the, the bottom line of it, and this is important to say, because, see, some of you are like natural-born cheerleaders. Like, you are just really good at encouraging other people and being excited and being peppy, and, like, you light up a room. Like, you walk in the room, and, and it's like you just bring sunshine into it. Like, that's just, you're natural about that. 
And then there's people like me, and we don't do that, right? We don't, like, you might not be super encouraging. When I talk about encouragement, when I talk about parakaleo, I don't mean just being that peppy, awesome, you know, sunshiny person, which is great. We need, I need people like you in my life. Here's what I mean by this. It's not just a natural personality trait. When I talk about parakaleo, when we talk about being people of, of encouragement and needing encouragement and giving encouragement, listen, folks, it's very important we understand this. Ultimately, our strength to receive parakaleo, our, our opportunity to give parakaleo, it comes from God. It, the foundation is right there with God. True encouragement points us to God. True encouragement points us to his promises. True encouragement points us to, to God's faithfulness in our life. Otherwise, we're just, we're kind of faking it. You know, we might be throwing out a slogan or a phrase here and there. You know, like, have a nice day. But no, like, real encouragement comes from the knowledge of there is a God who loves you so much that he sent Jesus Christ to die for you for the sins you committed, the very things that might be burdening you and weighing down on you and that cause you to really, really crave this parakaleo, this encouragement in your life. There's a God who loves you who sent Jesus to pay for those sins so that you can live in parakaleo, right? So when we talk about encouragement, it's talking about what it comes from this place. It's rooted in the fact that God loves you really really important to understand that we're not just conjuring up a cheer right no no we are saying because of God and what he's done and the recognition of what he's done in our lives I can turn around and offer some some parakaleo to somebody else because I know what God has done in my life how do we encourage one another how do we live this out Let's start in chapter 5 of 1 Thessalonians. Chapter 5, beginning in verse 9. And I want to offer a couple of things that I find in this letter to the church in Thessalonica that Paul wrote about encouragement, where he uses the word parakaleo. And, and kind of learn a couple of things about what it means to, to live into this, what it looks like. And, and I've already kind of touched on that. Um, but the first thing I learned about parakaleo from Paul in 1 Thessalonians 5, 9, and 11 is that encouragement is built on the gospel. True encouragement is built on the gospel. Jesus died for us. That's where that encouragement comes from. And this is what Paul writes. He says, starting in verse 9, For God chose to save us through our Lord Jesus Christ, not to pour out his anger on us. Good news right there, friends. Verse 10, Christ died for us so that whether we are dead or alive, when he returns, we can live with him forever. So here's the promise of eternal life in Christ. And then verse 11, he says this. Paul writes this. He goes, so, parakaleo. So, encourage each other. Why, what, so what? So what? Well, because of God, because of what Christ has done for us. This is why he's saying you do this. He says, so, because God has chosen to save us through Jesus Christ... Because Christ died for us, encourage each other, parakaleo, and build each other up just as you're already doing. So encouragement comes from the fact of what God has done through Jesus. That's where it starts. That's the foundation, right? So I'm not asking anyone in here when I say, hey, be people of parakaleo. I'm not saying, hey, 
you just try to be happier tomorrow. Like, try to, try to have a smile on your face when you say hi to someone. I mean, that's good, and I encourage that, encourage that. But what I really mean is remember where you are. Remember who you are because of what God has done through Jesus Christ. And out of that recognition, out of that realization, out of remembering that, that you become someone who offers encouragement to others because, oh my goodness, God has worked in you. See, that's where parakaleo comes from. You with me? Are you hanging with me? Does this make sense? I mean, think about it like this. Our encouragement can never, ever be separated from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because if it weren't for the gospel, if it weren't for the reality of what Christ has done for us, our lives would be nothing but despair. We might fool ourselves every now and then, but when you got down to it, our lives would be pointless. Our lives would, would be empty, and, and we would constantly be like, oh my goodness, I need encouragement. It's not to be found. Now, I need you to hear this. When we talk about parakaleo and encouragement, I want you to understand that there might be someone around you that you don't like very much. It might be someone that you work with or someone you're in school with. It might be someone you live with. But because of the gospel of Jesus, we offer encouragement to that person. See, I mean, think about this. Like, I'm talking about being people that, that share paracleo. Yes, we need it, but we also want to share. That's what I'm talking about today. And, and it's very likely that there are people in your sphere of influence that God has put in that place for a reason, and you don't like them. And so it might be real easy to go, you know what? I don't want to encourage that joker. I don't want anything to do with them. They annoy me. They bother me. I can't trust them, whatever, on and on and on and on. And, and please, uh, you know, don't be, I hope it's not your like, husband or something like that. That would be horrible. Um, but, like, you might be thinking these things. I don't know why I went there. See, stay with your notes, Clark. All right. So, um, you might have this situation where you're like, I don't like this person. So why am I going to encourage them? Listen, it might be the very reason that you are around them is to encourage them. And you don't encourage them because you like them. And you don't encourage them because it's easy. You don't encourage them because uh, you go, well, gosh, they're, they're really kind of a jerk. You don't, so I'm going to withhold encouragement. Well, guess what? When I was a jerk, God didn't withhold encouragement from me. He sent Christ for me. And you might be in the very position to offer parakaleo to come alongside of someone that you really don't want a lot to do with, but God's going to use that situation. He's going to use that circumstance, and that person's life could be changed. Whoa. See, this comes with responsibility. Parakaleo. It's not just about, hey, can somebody help me feel better? This is about us living into what it means to, uh, you know, our mission statement here at the Porch Community Church, our tagline is following Jesus for our community. This parakaleo, this is, this is talking about following Jesus. We've got to follow Jesus for our community. We're, we're doing that. We follow Jesus, and then in doing so, we, we can impact other people. We can share with other people. Because of the gospel, we encourage, we parakaleo. God has brought us salvation through Jesus Christ. There is no greater encouragement that you could possibly share with another person than that, Jesus. 
They might be having trouble with their marriage. They might be a coworker you're talking to, and they're just like, man, things are really bad. They might be you know, worried about that test result or wondering if they're going to have a job. And yes, the circumstances are there, and they feel broken, they feel burdened, they feel down. You might be there too. We come with encouragement, and it's not just, hey, I hope things get better, but, but we have the encouragement of God loves you. And he proved that through Jesus Christ. That's the power of parakaleo. So when you think about it, encouragement we bring to others, it's totally based on Jesus, not on my ability or your ability to cheer somebody up. So if you think, I'm not really good at this encouragement thing, I get it. But we encourage based on what Christ has done in us. So that's the first thing that I find uh, that Paul writes about, about parakaleo, is that it is, the foundation is right there in the gospel. Encouragement is built on the gospel. It starts from that place. The other thing that I, that I found, and this is in chapter 2 of 1 Thessalonians, is that we can encourage one another to live a life that God would consider worthy. Now, these words can, can come with a lot of like, weight to them. Considering what God considers worthy and what does that mean? What does it look like to live that way? Well, in verses 11 and 12 of 1 Thessalonians 2, Paul writes, And you know that we treated each of you as a father treats his own children. We pleaded with you, encouraged you, parakaleo, and urged you to live your lives in a way that God would consider worthy. For he called you to share in his kingdom and glory. What Paul is saying is that we have urged you, we encourage you, we come alongside of you because you have been called to share in the kingdom of God. And so because of that, live a life that, that, that shows that. Live a life that, that is moving towards this, this idea of I want to be more and more like Jesus. Now we can, we can get off track here pretty quickly and think, well, this is about perfection and this is about um, outward appearances and outward actions and judgment and like, well, you're not, you're not living very worthy of Jesus and, you know, and I am and, and all this kind of stuff and we've got to be careful about this. We need to encourage one another to follow after God in obedience. We need to be people who encourage others to say, do what it takes, take the steps, let me come alongside of you and encourage you in your journey of faith. You hear us say that a lot here. We talk about your faith journey, your journey of faith. See, God calls us to grow in obedience. Oswald Chambers said this. He said, one step forward in obedience is worth years of study about it. One step forward in obedience to God is worth years of studying it. Some of us are pretty good at studying about obedience. But we're not that great in taking the step in it. And what I find about parakaleo is we have this opportunity to come alongside of one another and encourage each other in growing more like Christ and living a life of obedience and living a life that God would consider to be worthy. And so when you think about it, you know, we encourage one another to obey. It's not harsh, right? But instead what it does is we magnify the grace of God already at work in someone's life. You know, if you just come at someone with criticism, 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 that they're going to shut down. No, we, go to, we, we can come alongside someone, and we can recognize the work of God in their lives and start to, like, pour on that, like, speak to that and encourage that and walk with that person as, as they continue to walk 
closer and become more like Jesus. That's parakaleo. That's living that out right there. We encourage others to walk. And we don't do it because we have, ex we do it because we have experienced his grace. I don't come alongside of someone and say, hey, be like me. I come alongside of someone and said, hey, be like Jesus. That's what, that's what, um, when you think about like your friendships and your relationships as believers, as Christians, that's what it should be about. Is hey, I'm going to come alongside of you, you come alongside me, and let's encourage each other to be more like Jesus. Let's live a life that's worthy of God. So we encourage others to walk in obedience. Here's a third point, and it's over in chapter 4 of 1 Thessalonians. Chapter 4, and it's one verse. And this is what I find Paul writing about when he says parakaleo. And it's this, he, wants, he says to encourage one another to keep on. This is what we can do. What does it mean to, to, to parakaleo, to encourage others? Well, it means to encourage other people to keep on. Keep on. Stay with it. We find in verse 1 this. Paul writes, Finally, dear brothers and sisters, we urge you in the name of the Lord Jesus to live in a way that pleases God. Right? We already just kind of touched on that. To live in a way that pleases God as we have taught you. And then he says this. You live this way already. So he's, he's encouraging. And we encourage you, and I love it, to do so even more. Do so even more. I wondered sometimes how often we, we kind of rest on, on what God has done in the past in us or what we have, we have understood or maybe had an enlightening moment with, with God, you know, an experience, and we kind of go, that was it. But see, what Paul is saying is, no, keep doing this. Do so even more. Oh, you were close to Jesus? Like, you, you went on that, uh, you, you served on that thing, you, you went on that retreat, you did the thing, you heard the message, you listened to that, that audio book, like, all oh, that was great, you had that moment. Do so even more. Parakaleo is encouragement to keep on. Do so even more. I want to ask question again porch community how is it with your soul as I'm talking this morning and sharing these scriptures with you and talking about encouragement do you crave that like are, are some of you here going I crave the encouragement that you're talking about Shannon I need this in my life or or maybe you crave for just someone to walk alongside of you and encourage you. Or do you want to grow in your spiritual life? Like, you hear this, do so even more, and you're like, yeah, I haven't really been doing that. Do you want to be more disciplined in making that happen? Like, you've had a whole lot of really good intentions over and over and over again, but they just don't really pan out. Like, do you crave this communion with God and growing closer and, and being more like Jesus and living into who you were created to be? Because these are questions I think we seriously need to ponder. Seriously need to ponder, especially right now in the world that we're living in, how easy it is to be discouraged. And here is where... The message turns to some real 
practical things I'm about to share with you. I love ideas, and I love kind of the big picture, but I also love action steps. Doing something with what you've heard. Here's an opportunity I'm about to share with you to live into Parakaleo. If you've been sitting there going, I need this. Oh, I can do this. I, sh I, I should be better at this. Like, you know, like if you're hearing this, I want you to understand that here is an opportunity for you to parakaleo with other people to, to grow in your faith. So like I said, our, our mission statement, our tagline is following Jesus for our community. And th this is it. This is the following Jesus aspect right here. And in doing so, we're also encouraging others, which is for our community. Now, I have to say this, because, oh, I know that I'm about to say a couple of things, and some of you are going to want to check out. Please don't check out. Please don't check out. Hang with me, okay? Parakaleo. What would be fantastic, what will be fantastic, is if we take a group of three to five people, individuals, right? Or maybe two to three couples. It's like maybe a group of five or maybe a group of six. And we commit together to meet for ten weeks. Now, here's what I know to be true. What did I just say? I know some of you, some of you said, okay, other people um, commit 10 weeks. Nope, I'm done. I, I know it. I know some of you have already been like, nope, not me. I'm not not going to happen. Please hang with me. Please hang with me, okay? Because how cool would it be from like the week after, how cool will it be, the week after Labor Day, so September 14th until November 19th, which is the week before Thanksgiving, that's a 10-week span, if you were to be in a Parakaleo group with a few other people. Now, and what I mean by that is that you, you would get together, and, and again, hang with me, and, and you, you don't have to do, like, there's no teacher, like, there's questions provided for you every week, they're, and, and they're, they're there, you go online, you grab the questions, they're there, and you get together with this group, and they talk about these kinds of questions, like, how is it with your soul? So it's not just a rhetorical question from me standing up on the stage, but now you've got another human being who is parakaleo, who is coming alongside of you, and they're looking in your eyes, and they're saying to you, how is it with your soul? You know, or, or questions like, did the scriptures live in, in you this week? Did you invest time in the most important relationships that God has, has put you in right now? Did that happen this week? These are the kind of questions we're talking about. And you don't have to do this, okay? If you've checked out, please check back in just, just for a couple more minutes. You don't have to do this with just the porch people. Like, you can do this at work. You can do this with neighbors. You can do this at school teachers. You can do this um, before, you know, students. You, can, you don't have to do it with, I'm just saying, would you be someone who says, I'm going to live into this parakaleo, and I'm going to do this thing? Every week go online, get the questions, meet. And, and here's the, let me say this. 
don't wait for someone to ask you to be in a parakaleo group. You start it. You start it. You start it. Did, did you hear me <laughs> in case I didn't make that clear? You start a parakaleo group. I'm not talking, I'm talking students here, adults, everyone. I mean, parents, you could do this with your kids. You start it. You take the initiative. You do this. Don't sit back and go, well, no one's asked me to be in a paraclip. You make a group. Maybe it's just you and one other person. But you do this. I mean, imagine, I mean, what could happen? What could God do? What could he show you? What could he stir up inside of you? Maybe you would start to, when you look in the mirror, you go, hey, there's a person within Theos. Like, I see the Spirit of God within that person. Like, they are excited. They are enthusiastic about who God is. This is the whole point of this. And here's the beauty of these parakaleo groups. I've already kind of touched on it. You can meet at somebody's house. You can meet at a restaurant or at a coffee place. You could, you could meet outside here at the porch, or you could meet at a park, or you could meet at school, or you could meet, um, you can Zoom, you can FaceTime, or you can do any combination of those. One week you might meet at someone's house, the next week you might have to Zoom because everyone's crazy busy, and next week you meet at a restaurant. Like, if there's trying to remove all the obstacles that we have, that we put up about getting together with other people. But I'm just going to tell you, folks, if you're sitting here going, I need encouragement, you, you also need people. Okay? You can't just keep going, man, I really need encouragement, and then not be willing to be alongside of other people. We need this. We need this. And, and the beauty of this is that it's really up to each and every group, how you want to meet, you know, the, the when, the where, the how, and, and, and you just do this over 10 weeks. Like I said, we provide the questions. All you got to do is go to our website, pull the questions up. And here's what's really cool. These questions are not just questions that I made up or anyone else did. These are questions that are taken from John Wesley's questions, 22 questions that he wrote over 200 years ago. I mean, he's like the founder of the Wesleyan doctrine and theology that, that we ascribe to here at our church. I mean, and, and we took those questions. There's not we, we pared it down to 10 questions. And here's what I love, again, like, you could spend, you know, you could get together for an hour one week, and you only talk about one question. Like, you didn't get past, how is it with your soul? Well, you talk the whole time about that. But, oh, my goodness, would you be encouraged to share your heart with others and have others share with you and to pray for one another? Oh, my goodness. Encouragement. Encouragement. I wrote this in my notes, and it sounds like an advertisement, so I'll read it like one. Are you so ready to get out of the COVID funk? Start a Paracaleo group. See, it, that, that's what I wrote, and that's what it sounds like when I read it again. But it's true. Like, are you, are, are you willing, Porch Community and beyond, to say this is worth this? Because of what God has done in my life through Jesus Christ, this is worth it. I need encouragement. I want to offer encouragement. I want to be someone who lives in to para kaleo. I mean, it's right in front of us. It's right here, and it's about as simple as it can possibly be. We use a, a phrase here, uh, kind of a leadership phrase here in, in our staff, and we talk about slicing the apple. 
Well, folks, we have sliced this apple about as thin as we can for you in regards to getting together with other people and growing in your faith. These parakaleo groups. This opportunity, I'm just going to say it, and I know some of you won't like to hear it, but I'm going to say it. This opportunity, these parakaleo groups, are a real, tangible opportunity to put into action what many of you have intended to do for a long, long time. You have had intentions to come alongside of other people and grow in your faith. Here it is. Here it is. We're going to share more about it next week. More details about, you know, just some kind of some of the stuff I shared with you today. Oh my goodness, it's right here in front of us. Right here in front of us. We sang right before I came up here. Here's a really good, like, test to see if we meant what we sang. Because we just sang that we were available. Did we mean it? Did we mean it? So I encourage us to do what 1 Thessalonians 4.1 says, to encourage one another even more, even more. This is parakaleo, it's alive. To come alongside of one another and encourage one another. Before I close us in prayer and the band comes back up and we spend our time together in worship as we close out our service, uh, service I just want to remind you that um, when the service is over, that an usher will come uh, to your row and let you know when to leave and what door to go through. It just helps us kind of keep, keep things in order and, and that kind of deal. So be, you know, kind of hang in your seat until an usher comes along. And they'll have a basket or a bucket with them. And uh, if you have an offering you'd like to place in there, you can do that. Or we can all, of course, now go to prayer and remember our the privilege we have of being a ministry together. So let's pray together. Father, we, I say, Lord, oh, I know this about myself. I don't speak these words this morning because I am a cheerleader. I don't speak these words or say these words or say them with such passion, say them with, with such excitement because it's natural inside of me. No, I do this because I know, God, what you have done in my life through Jesus Christ. You have made a way for me to have eternal life, to have a, a do-over, a re redeeming story. And God, I pray for all of us in here this morning that have made that decision to follow you, that we recall that right now, we remember that right now. And if we have been so negative and, and so just weighed down and it's almost as if no, no positive words ever come off of our tongue, Lord, that this will be the moment we go, oh my goodness, God, I, I have forgotten the power and the beauty and the entheos that is here that you've done in my life, that you have put inside of me the spirit of the living God. And Lord, we would live into that. So first and foremost, we would do that. 
And then for those that are here or watching online that have said, you know what, I haven't made that decision. I haven't made that choice. I haven't called out to this, to, to this understanding that Jesus has forgiven my sins. Well, let me tell you, friend, today can be the day that you do this. Today can be the day that you can say, I don't want to carry the burden anymore. I don't want to carry the weight of the world. I don't want to carry the, the mistakes and the, and the regrets and all those things. And you can come before God right now and say, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for forgiving my sin. And that you can walk in new life because of that confession, because of that admitting that, that need in your life. And the wonderful thing, God, that you've done is that you don't just have this one-time moment, this one-time experience where we see you or pray to you or call out to you, but you have given us each other. You have given us the church. You call us to walk alongside of each other. You call us to encourage one another. And Lord, I pray that we would all live into that, that none of us would be trying to go on this, this journey alone because it is not the way you intended it to be. Parakaleo. Coming alongside of one another and encouraging one another. Lord, I pray that is the desire of our hearts. I pray that is what we all are craving right now. We want it badly. And for those of us that are so good with intentions that we would do it this time. Do so even more. Lord, would you bless this time that we're going to spend together. Lord, would you bless the gifts that we bring so that ministry can be possible in our community? God, would you receive the words we're about to lift up and that they would be prayers, they would be confession, they would be a declaration of what we believe about you. And it's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray all these things. Amen. Amen. Let's stand together. Let's lift our voices in praise.